good evening, Patriots. It's Scott here from Woke Societies. How is everyone doing tonight? How many effing laptops did you lose, you idiot? I don't think he lost them. I think he put these there on purpose. But still, ladies and gentlemen, tonight we have an epic, epic show lined up for all of you. What's going on, everybody? It's Scott here from Woke Societies. Good evening, everybody. As everyone comes in here, we got we're streaming live on Twitch. Twitch, uh, CloudHub. Twitter, DLive, and Pill.net tonight. And if you guys can for me, Pill.net has been a great sponsor of this channel. They have completely helped us out with this uh, this purge of the YouTube. And uh, go check them out. They have a free account. Go check them out in the links below. Create a free account, a censor-free platform. You can't get much better than that. It's going to be amazing. So we're going to be covering everything that happened in the last two days, what's coming up this week, and... Uh, and you guys are going to be sent off right to uh, Raids of Tucker Carlson at 8 o'clock with, uh, with the whistleblower that's going to be dropping some audio uh, that's going to be completely damning. And we're going to be covering some audio tonight. Thank you, everybody that's on Twitch here. Everyone that's out in D Live here. I see the mods are going crazy already. So thank you so much for that. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a great time. And we're already getting lemons, ice cream, and ninja ginis on DLive. <laughs> I got to tell you, I, I've been loving DLive lately. It's been a lot of fun. I love the sticker emojis and all that stuff. So we're going to do a little pre-show here. We're going to catch you up on all the news, going through some quick articles real, articles real quick. And then we're going to be jumping into censorship. The Joe Biden uh, audio that's come out. Uh, these pedophile stories that have been coming out with the, with the Biden family themselves. Uh, some diaries from her from Biden's daughter about uh, inappropriate showers and uh, always ending on a good note all the child trafficking rings that are being taken down currently within the last two days and uh, yeah we're gonna be laughing we're gonna be crying we're gonna be doing a whole lot of stuff today so everyone's coming in here really really fun stuff so thank you all and remember whatever platform you're on here please follow it link it subscribe to it share it whatever you got to do here i'm seeing everybody in the chat is going crazy right now so really really good stuff so as everyone comes in here let's get into the uh, quick news here that the mainstream media refuses to cover because these things i'm about to tell you you would never know they were going on if you watched the news so let's start off here zero hedge Zero Hedge says Al-Qaeda number two commander killed in secretive raid in Afghanistan. I didn't know about this till, uh, till about yesterday, and this is when the article came out. A terrorist being described as Al-Qaeda's number two in Central Asia has been killed by Afghan special forces days ago. The national government in Kabul made the announcement Sunday that Hassam Abd al-Raf, probably butcher that one, also known as Abu whatever, has been killed in an Afghan special forces raid in Ghazni, Providence, which happened last week. Boom, baby. Al-Roth is listed on the FBI Most Wanted list as Al-Qaeda's top propagandist. However, it's interesting that while a decade or more ago, such news as top Al-Qaeda commander being taken out would have featured Central in American media. You know if Obama would have killed him, this would have been all over the news. The successful operation was barely covered on the major networks. This is also, as foreign, policies that has essentially been completely dropped in the presidential debates or pre-election coverage. Now, I haven't really been into politics until this past few years, and I can just tell you from the debates that I watched in the past, foreign policy was something that was uh, always, always talked about. This year, because of COVID and all the other bullshit that's been going on, you don't really hear any anything about this. You don't hear about the Middle Eastern peace deals. You don't hear about, um, again, Trump taking out Sol- taking out the General Soleimani, ridding the uh, the country pretty much completely um, of ISIS. Don't hear about it. You know about it now. Let's continue. 
Last night there was riots out in Philadelphia. Riots because a man, a man charged a police officer with a knife. The police officer shot them and it warranted riots, of course. And Philadelphia giving Trump a nice boost at the end here for his uh, election. Um, pretty much just to say, hey, there's no law and order in these Democrat cities. Let's vote. Let's get everyone to vote for Trump as much as possible. And this is essentially what they're uh, what they're accomplishing at this point. BLM. No one who's who's talking about BLM anymore besides just these riots. But unfortunately, uh, breaking 911 showed here. Police officer appears to be hit by truck during Philly riots. You can see there's a line of police officers here. They start rushing to some riders and there's going to be a truck here. That's going to completely, it's going to be, they're going to drive really fast through this line. There it is. Yep. And took out a police officer too. So again, none of the Dems have condemned any of this. We're October 27th, people. October 27th. So what else is new, right? So unfortunately, police, we got to keep giving them giving them uh, our support. Anytime you see a police officer, just thank them. And it wasn't much better here in New York. This that's how many New Yorkers 53. That's how many New Yorkers were shot this week. A 279% increase 53 families upended by shootings that New York City mayor seems to ignore. How has the funding worked? How have the violence? How, how have the violence violence interrupters worked? Interpreters worked. We need cops insane public safety policies. Damn straight. We do. Damn straight. And it's nice to see New York City, somebody in New York City calling for law and order um, besides the citizens themselves, because our our governor <laughs> and this mayor of New York, New York City, uh, de Blasio, have done absolutely nothing. And uh, by the way, uh, New York, de, uh, de Blasio is going all in with uh, searching and sending people to Jewish schools to see if there's Jewish children in them and they're is- issuing summonings. And I don't know, maybe it reminds me, reminds me something a little bit of Nazi Germany back in the day. Not a good look, uh, de Blasio. Not a good look at all. And if you guys didn't notice, Hillary Clinton's birthday was yesterday, and she got a beautiful, beautiful present here. My boy Method's here with a clip. When Amy Coney Barrett was officially voted in as a Supreme Court justice. Take a watch. The A's are 52. The nays are 48. The nomination of Amy Coney Barrett of Indiana to be an associate justice of the Supreme Court of the United States is confirmed. And let the liberal tears rain down. (laughs) Last night was a big night for this country, ladies and gentlemen. Trump has gotten three Supreme Court justices in. Can you imagine if Hillary had won? Imagine if Hillary won and she got three of her justices in here. We would all be royally screwed. Royally screwed right now. But that's not how it worked out. That's not how it worked out. We showed up in 2016 and we're showing up now. Now we have the majority in the Supreme Court. Have fun. Have fun with that, Libs. Great news, fantastic news. And somebody that took the mask off as soon as this news reported, AOC simply tweets, expand the court. The moment it was tweeted out and Ilan Homar followed right after that saying the exact same thing. Expand the court. Not a surprise there, right? Socialism right there. Let's expand the court, pack the courts. Trump did exactly what he was supposed to constitutionally, and it would have it would have been unprecedented for him not to put a Supreme Court justice in. These people are spitting on the Constitution, and they're spitting in our faces, pretty much saying that we're stupid, we don't know what the laws are, we don't know how any of this works, and they're saying it's illegal, yet provide no evidence for this. No evidence, other than this was our Ruth Bader Ginsburg's dying wish. 
So supposedly Ruth Bader Ginsburg dying wishes um, are supposedly just, you know, they overrule the law. Get the fuck out of here. Moving on. Breaking 911 says U.S. Supreme Court declines to allow a six-day deadline extension for receipt of mail-in balance in Wisconsin, siding with Republicans. This was a huge win. It looks like all these extensions and all this talk of uh, the deadlines of mail-in balance being extended, and so we won't know what the actual results of the election are after the day. It doesn't look like that might be happening. So this was a huge, huge win. Big win. And you know what else was a huge win? Keith Rainier, the leader of the Nexium sex cult, was sentenced to 120 years in prison. And you know what? I hope this, and you guys, when I started out doing my channel, uh, the Nexium uh, case was one of the, was right on the, was starting right on the get-go. And uh, Keith Rainier was actually uh, arrested and he was tried. And now he is getting 120 years in prison after he was charged with racketeering, sex trafficking, sexual, ex sexual exploitation of a child and human trafficking just last year. Hope that hopefully this will put Ghislaine Maxwell on notice for what's to come and for the rest of these players that are also going to be uh, hopefully being arrested very soon. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. So let's laugh a little bit because I love laughing at Kamala Harris. And if you guys didn't see Joe Biden's uh, quote unquote rally today, it looked like something out of a funeral in some, it some, some field with a fire pit. It was extremely weird. The whole thing was weird. The whole thing was weird. But let's look at Kamala Harris for a minute. Everyone can't stand her cackling her voices. Well, you guys are going to laugh at this because someone put a voice modulation on this woman. And I wish she talked like this all the time because I might actually listen to her. Take a watch. Wayne County It is so good to be back in Detroit. I'm so happy to be with you all. Hi, You guys gonna deliver this for us? <laughs> you gonna make it happen? Talk about the power of your vote. You guys gonna elect the new president of the United States and the new vice president. <laughs> Oh god guys, I can't I can't stop laughing. I can't stop laughing. I wish this woman actually talked like this. It would make her cackling so much better. And so it, it sounds like her real voice. It sounds like she's really Satan. But we all know because Joe Biden literally said it today that um he is Kamala's running mate and he and he said you think I'm joking. Literally saying that with a huge Kamala Harris sign behind him. Very sketchy. This man knows he's done. Knows he's done. But before we get into the content as everyone comes in here, thank you for joining on the pre-show. Everyone has been talking about um, what's been going on with YouTube and all the censorship and on Twitter, on Facebook, all of the censorship going on. Uh, this was something that I, I jumped on last second and I was not planning on doing this, but I got to know the lawyer a little bit, talked to the other creators that were part of this uh, before I threw my lot in. And uh, there was some big breaking news about our YouTube channels here on Zach Voorhees, the, the uh, Google or the, yeah, the Google whistleblower that helped put all this together here. Breaking news, Armada and Soul files emergency injunction against YouTube to stop the purge. This lawsuit was crowdfunded by you and through punchgoogle.com. And ladies and gentlemen, we reached our first goal of $130,000. And just to read you here, ladies and gentlemen, we are taking on Google in a landmark case here, the first of its kind as a, uh, as a huge lawsuit. And just to read you a little bit of it. 
October 26, 20, uh, October 26, 2020, 15 YouTube content creators filed a federal lawsuit against Google and YouTube alleging in 17 claims for relief that Google and YouTube breached the terms of service and violated their First Amendment rights when they summarily deplatformed the plaintiff's channels and removed their content from YouTube without evident advance notice. The plaintiffs are the creators of YouTube channels, including Just Informed Talk, SGT Report, X22, Space Shot, True Reporting, Red Pill, Edge of Wonder, Praying Medic, Amazing Polly, Woke Society's Daniel Lee, Deception Buys in the Matrix, Destroying the Illusion, and Sarah Westall. Now listen to what they said here. Together, their news and social commentary channels have reached more than 800 million views. And together, they had more YouTube subscribers than many legacy news channels such as C-SPAN, The New York Times, and NBC News. Plaintiffs cite a recent study by the Pew Research Center that concludes that many Americans get their news from independent YouTube channels along the same metrics as legacy or traditional news sources. Now, this is pretty big, ladies and gentlemen, in a way... Because it reminded me of the uh, of, of not a recent Q drop, but pr- fairly recent. That uh, remember, Q said we had taken over their platforms and they lost control of their platforms. And this wasn't just us. There was way more other people out there. All the small accounts, all the other. There was not all the YouTube channels that that got deleted on on October fifteenth were in this. But it was just amazing to see, amazing to see that the numbers were actually doing better and trumping. Some of these legacy media outlets would just grassroots efforts with normal people, normal patriots, and that it's a huge badge of honor that this is that this is even happening, and that we even challenge the legacy media. And again, it just confirms what Q was saying: they lost control of their platforms, and look what happened. They deleted us. We become the outlaws, and there is more hit pieces coming out on us all day. And just recently, my brother sent this to me: a Forbes magazine, and also I have on the Verge, but we won't show it today because we're going to get into the show. QAnon social media influencers sue YouTube after site purges them and uh, they go into the whole entire Q narrative pretty much copy and paste from New York Times, Washington Post and uh, the influencers again, Red Pill 78, Woke Society's entry reporting, whose operators choose to remain anonymous. I'm not anonymous, but you can see here they're listing they're listing sites again of where we're going to and uh, again, again, and Media Matters is mentioned here, by the way, too. So another another quick shout out to Media Matters, because I, I don't know if she's going to whoever's going to going through my my content on Media Matters. Maybe I'll find another clip of my uh, of my podcast, another one of the articles. So it's really funny. So keep doing your work, Media Matters, because it's absolutely doing nothing except to completely verify us as to what we're talking about. And the more you silence us, the more you verify what we are saying is truth. So good luck with that. You have done Zero. You have accomplished nothing. So, ladies and gentlemen, with that in mind, I would love to play a 24-second clip of Andrew Breitbart. I'm sure many of you have seen this. I'm going to play the intro after this, so I'll see you on the other side of the intro. Take a watch. All the people that have gone out there against the mainstream media and said, you're going to call us racist, you're going to call us potential Timothy McVeigh's, fuck you. It's wartime, guys. It is wartime. Let's get this show on, shall we? Thanks 
for tuning in to the land of the real. But it's like the twilight zone, the plan is surreal. It'll blow your mind when the plan is revealed. Bring your thoughts to light, all the plans they conceal. Grab your flashlight, it's time to go down the rabbit hole. It's dark and hell is hot, dealing with satanic souls. The tide is turning, patriots are now in control. Apply aggressive pressure right now until they fold, stay woke. Open up your eyes and keep them healed. All they do is lie, realize not everything is real. Through Project Looking Glass, the future is revealed. Future proves past, but there won't be any deals. Both societies, fam, you know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now. Enjoy the show, severe and non on the mic. So come on, enjoy the flow. The wave is rising, and you know it's only gonna grow. Oh, yes. Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Thank you guys for joining the show tonight uh, on uh, all my platforms, CloutHub, DLive, Pill.net, Twitch, and Periscope on five different platforms tonight. They will never stop us, and we're already at 1,000 viewers on DLive on CloutHub. We're at 33. Let's hop over to Pilled real quick. Let me hop into the stream. Looks like Pilled's still loading. Pilled, yeah, Pilled's still loading here for me. That's okay. We're over 1,000. That's all I care about. It's going to be great. It's going to be a good show, so... Let's get into the content, shall we? You guys are all caught up. All right. So everyone's waiting to hear this audio from Bubblinski, who's going to be on with Tucker Carlson tonight at 8 o'clock, and that's why I'm trying. I'm going to get through the show as fast as I can here so you guys can go watch that because I, pretty much I've been telling everybody about this. Everyone that I know is going to be watching this tonight. So let's get into it. Zero Hedge says, You'll bury everyone involved. Bobolinski recorded Biden operatives begging him to stay quiet, set to release Tuesday. And this is what we're all waiting for. But we have a clip tonight that was released earlier this morning uh, that is just damning in itself. And you guys are all going to hear it tonight. Former Biden insider Tony Bobolinski allegedly has a recording of Biden family operatives begging him to stay quiet or he will bury the reputations of everyone involved in Hunter's overseas dealings. According to the Federalist, Sean Davis Bobolinski will play the tape on Fox News' Tucker Carlson tonight on Tuesday when Carlson will devote his show entirely to an interview with the Biden whistleblower. And the fact that Tucker is devoting an entire hour to this man says a lot. They're going to dive deep into this stuff. This is the stuff that we knew was going to be have, had to happen, had to come out this final week before the election. It had to be video or audio or both. And I'm sure they have both because it seems like everything on these laptops is uh, pretty damning and it's all legitimate. It's not Russian misinformation. This would have, be, would have to be one of the most complex Russian misinformation campaigns ever to force Biden, uh, Hunter Biden to do all these things for so for years. It's a joke. The mainstream media knows it's a joke. That's not why they're that's why they're not reporting on it. They're actually refusing to report on it, and we're seeing this every single day. But tonight, tonight it's going to be coming out at eight o'clock, and this is what's going to bury Joe Biden and his family and whoever is involved, because there's more players than just the Biden family that's involved. But for right now, since Biden is running for president, this is a pretty big deal. So this is where we're starting tonight. So what came out this morning that was that was pretty bad? It's not that long, but it doesn't have to be. My boy Methods again here got got the clip here from the National Pulse of Hunter. I don't know who he's talking to, uh, but we're going to get into the, the article here in a minute. But listen to what the audio says because it completely implicates Hunter and Joe Biden himself. I just called my father to tell me that the New York Times is calling but my old partner, Eric, who literally has done me harm for I don't know how long, is the one taking the calls because my father will not stop sending the calls to Eric. 
I have another New York Times reporter calling about my representation of the, literally, Dr. Patrick Coe, the fucking spy chief of China, who started the company that my partner, who was worth $323 billion, found it, and is now missing. The richest man in the world is missing, who was my partner. He was missing since I last saw him in his $58 million apartment and signed a $4 billion deal to be, build the fucking largest fucking LNG port in the world. And I am receiving calls from the Southern District of New York, from the U.S. Attorney himself. My best friend in business, Devin, has named me as a witness without telling me. In a criminal case, and my father, without telling me. You heard that last part, and we're going to read it because we have the transcript. Saying that his buddies had, there was criminal cases against Joe and Hunter, and his best friend wasn't telling him about it. And his Chinese friend that was part of some big secret agency also disappeared. So we're going to get into all these details because I know the audio wasn't great. But let's take a look here because this is this is the what we're setting you up, guys, for tonight at 8 o'clock. So this is uh, this is who broke it. The National Pulse had these uh, had this audio. Hunter Biden, an audio file labeled most genius shit ever. That was the title of the folder. OK, appears to be referring Patrick to be referring Patrick Ho, who was a former secretary for home affairs in Hong Kong as a spy chief of China. This is who Hunter was working with, a spy chief of China. Wonderful, right? While lamenting how his burnt his business partner, Yi Zheming of CEFC China Energy had disappeared. Ho was also involved in the in the CEFC venture, as originally reported by the New York Post and suppressed by the media and big tech firms. The audio breaks the mainstream media's narrative that the hard drive is somehow fake or does not implicate Hunter or Joe Biden in criminal investigations and or business deals with the Chinese Communist Party. And this clip here blows that up entirely. So I'm going to read you the says half of this here, the transcript, the, the parts that actually the, that matter the most. He says, the richest man in the world is missing, who was my partner. He was missing since I last saw him in his $58 million apartment inside a $4 billion deal to build the effing largest effing LNG port in the world. And I am receiving calls from the Southern District of New York from the U.S. attorney himself. My best friend in business, Devin, has named has named me as a witness without telling me in a criminal case and my father without telling me. That right there, ladies and gentlemen, is solid evidence. We heard it from Hunter himself, and he's talking about his father knowing about a criminal case. Now, the rest of the stuff is going to get worse. It's going to get worse, and that's what we're going to be waiting for tonight. This puts Joe Biden directly in the middle of all this, and it's going to put his probably and his entire family under the gun, and it's going to be really bad for them. They aren't going to come out of this. They're not going to come out of this, and Joe Biden, this is exactly why he's called the lid on his entire campaign until the, until the, uh, the results are in for the election. He, is, he cannot and will not take any questions from the media about this because he knows it's all true. He has yet to deny any of this, and we're just waiting. We're just waiting to see what happens. So to catch you guys up with the other stories here, as 
All this stuff is breaking. This is from the Gateway Pundit. Text messages show VP Biden and his wife colluded to suppress Hunter's actions with a certain minor. And this is going to be the theme, I believe, that's going to be carried after we go through all the corruption with the Chinese and pretty much how the Biden family and Obama was selling us out to China. And it's going to get much worse, I can promise you, as the episode goes on here. So it says, yesterday we reported on former uh, VP Joe Biden who snapped the reporter who dared to ask him about his son Hunter. And I believe I highlighted, yes, here we go. But today we have more, much more. Hunter Biden sent the following text to a family friend where he shares that someone is accusing him of being sexually inappropriate around her daughter. This is why Hunter claims he is not allowed to be alone with that person. And you can see the messages here. Tell people I'm sexually inappropriate with her daughter. If any one of you ever repeat that again, this is Hunter talking. I swear to God, you might as well put the gun to my head yourself because if all the tabloids who live to dick with me anywhere, anywhere where to re- uh, repeat a rumor came from, that's that. then that's why I can't come home. I will not survive that. No one could survive that. She is stupid and she is reckless and she is evil. And if she can't get her, if she can, if you can't get her to see her own self-interest and never saying that again as, as a reason, I'm not allowed to be alone with her and this is supposedly talking about um the niece the niece that he supposedly had pictures with in his laptop the mother the mother his dead brother's wife is the one that wants to keep hunter away from his daughter and to never allow allow him to be alone and this is what he is supposedly texting to jill and joe biden In another text message of Hunter to a family friend, Hunter shared that his mother, Jill Biden, propagates the claims that Hunter is sexually inappropriate around the children, and VP Joe Biden is aware as well. Wouldn't they believe exactly what blank tells them or my mom tells him? Things like I'm sexually inappropriate with the children, so tell me, please, how do I keep my kids without killing myself in the process? And this is how he's trying to talk around it with his parents. And in a text message sent to Hunter Biden from his uncle, Jim Biden, former Vice President Joe Biden's brother, Uncle Jim, shares that both he and former VP Joe Biden are upset with accusations of inappropriately, but they don't believe them. Jim and Joe Biden want to discuss with Hunter so they can get all their stories straight. And this is pretty much this. This is that conversation right here. We're just going to skip past this to get to the uh, this one, this because this is the most alarming one out of all of them. And a fifth text message shows Hunter explaining a certain to a certain person that her mom told former VP Joe Biden that she would call the police if Hunter tried to see that person. And it says, I love you, but your mom just decided that she is willing to risk having you having you taken from her rather than spend a month with family in Malibu, California. She told Pop that she would still call the police if I tried to see you. <laughs> and, and as you guys are all seeing this, Nobody is talking about the girl, the 14-year-old girl that was in, that was supposedly being abused sexually at a young age by Hunter. No one's talking about that. Everyone's just talking about how we need to get gather around Hunter and protect her family name. And we need we this cannot get out because it'll destroy the entire family. Well, that's too late now. It's already out. It's already out. And now we're gonna start. I'm going to establish a pattern here. This was the niece of Hunter Biden. The next story I'm about to show you is the daughter of Joe Biden himself. And supposedly she wrote diaries of inappropriate showers with Joe as a young child. This is from the National File. This came out yesterday. Exclusive source, Biden daughter's diary details not appropriate showers with Joe as a child. Hmm, it seems like there's a family problem here. National File has obtained what a whistleblower has identified as a copy of the complete diary of Ashley Blazer Biden, the 39-year-old daughter of Democrat presidential candidate Joe Biden, dating 
From during the 2020 presidential campaign, National File also knows the reporter precise location of the physical diary and has been told by a whistleblower that there exists an audio recording of Ashley Biden admitting that this is her diary. And according to our source, the diary also details Ashley Biden's unhealthy relationship with sex and the, prob- and pr- and the probably not appropriate showers she shared as a young girl with her father, Joe Biden. So after declaring she was here for sexual trauma in the previous entry on page 23 of the diary dated January 30th, 2019, the author explores the topic of sexual abuse and how it may have led to her overreactive sex drive. I've had one of my hardest days. My sex drive is out of effing control. Like literally, I am in heat, wrote the author. The author then explored why she felt this need to have sex, saying she believes she was molested as a child. Was I molested? I think so. I can't remember specifics, but I do remember trauma, wrote the author, before listing a series of potential incidents, one of which may have included Ashley Biden's cousin, Carolyn Biden, as the author says she remembers being somewhat sexualized alongside a person named Caroline. The author then wrote what she remembers, showers with my dad that were probably, probably not appropriate. And here are all the diary notes. But as you guys can see here, it looks like there were many instances of some sexual abuse at a young age among a father and his daughter. And everyone calls us the conspiracy theorist, which is absolutely hilarious to me. The mainstream media has pushed more conspiracy theories than Q could ever could. And Q doesn't push conspiracy theories. We're just all talking about the news. And it lines up exactly what they're talking about. And events that they knew about before anyone really knew about. And look, two or three years later, almost four years, everything's coming out now. What a surprise, right? What a surprise. And this isn't the first time that this stuff has been attempted to be brought to mainstream media. Everyone knows that uh, the Epstein story was was, uh, kiboshed um, by ABC News because they thought it was going to hurt the Clintons um, at the time of their election. There is always a pattern here. And Sean Davis here from The Fairless says, according to a source with direct knowledge, at least one of the voicemail recordings from Biden Insiders that Tony Bobulski will air tonight on Tucker Carlson was offered to the, to the Wall Street Journal. But the reporters on the story refused to even respond to the offer. Another example of another disgusting legacy media Wall Street Journal outlet Refusing to take on the story, even even look at it, even respond to it, nothing. This is what big tech does to creators and people that they don't agree with. They stonewall them, don't answer them, they they delete you, and then you there's no recourse. Same thing going on here with the mainstream media. Same exact thing. We are just going to ignore it and pretend it doesn't exist, and hopefully Joe Biden wins and all this goes away, and we can continue being the corrupt people that we are. This is what they're banking on. This is what they're hoping is going to happen. But again, Wall Street Journal, wouldn't you want to report on this stuff, especially when it comes to harming children, the Me Too movement, all the bullshit that Hollywood and the the media pushed for years now? They're all full of shit. All of them. Every single one of them. They're all full of shit. Anyways. So it's not just it's not just the Bidens that are wrapped up in all this. And like I said, as the episode comes along, it's going to get worse. And real quick, just want to introduce the other sponsor for tonight's stream. It's Flip City Magazine, America's Last Laugh. They are a comedy magazine. You guys can see them on the screen below. 
uh, made by two beautiful people out in California. They have their new issues out. You can go right to their website right now at flipcitymag.com. You can get a full year subscription for 26 bucks. It's six magazines. You'll laugh your ass off. It's really great. Their new issue is already going to be coming out. So go check them out. Flip City Mag down below. Their link is in the description. I'll drop it also in all of the uh, replays as well. So go check them out. So big tech. Everyone knows about big tech and the censorship that's going on, right? Well, look at this. The sharp edge. Huge. Zuckerberg is involved. Any questions why big tech wants this story to go away? Hat tip Matthew at Matthew uh, Tyerman. Uh, this is an email that was released uh, today. Talking about uh, this is an exchange between business partners, partners, Devin Archer, saying, quick turn, I want to be overt but not commit to the positions, titles yet, but we will suggest Hunter Chair, the nonprofit, and I chair the, uh, the for-profit. I don't think we actually want Hunter, CEO of anything, but maybe. Yes, they are dis- they, they are in discussions, we'll be, in pri- we'll be privy to once we look up an agreement and enter uh, diligence. This is great. I will have some edits shortly. One big is that Zuckerberg is investing in the veterans vertical. We'll own 50% of the business as at BTC Global Holdco we're investing in, but he's going to own the vertical of PTSD and his and Partners for Profit Foundation. So here we are. Zuckerberg, Bevan Cooney, Devin Hartzer. You see why you see people, you, you guys see what's going on here? And you wonder why big tech is censoring, why Facebook's censoring. Twitter censoring, every YouTube's cutting channels off. Look at what's going on here. It's not just the Bidens and Obama and all these corrupt people that are in the deep state, these shadow governments. It's also big tech. These corporations are all in on the shit too. They're all in on it. Susan Wojcicki took the marching orders directly from, from Adam Schiff and Nancy Pelosi when the House bill came out that condemned QAnon and conspiracy theory content. And what happened? She literally retweeted Adam Schiff's tweet And then a little while later, October 15th rolled around, we all got purged. I wonder if that Adam Schiff statement and the House resolution had anything to do with that. Had anything to do with that. So from Zero Hedge again, Twitter goes full Orwell, censors all topics likely to be be subject to. I love this one. Election misinformation. I love it. Twitter is pulling out all the stops with just seven days left as if a complete and total cover up the Hunter Biden story by the mainstream media and big tech wasn't far enough. And as if every social media product and app you use annoyingly reminding you to vote on November 3rd wasn't enough, Twitter has now apparently gone full Orwell and through a spokesperson basically said they will prompt users with warnings on topics that are likely to be subject of election misinformation. What are topics that are likely to be the subject of election misinformation anyway? We're guessing it can include, it can include anything literally Anything that would be determined but to a Democratic nominee, Joe Biden, while negative press and conspiracies about President Trump are allowed to run amok at will. And one of those big uh, things that you cannot talk about is mail-in ballots. Mail-in ballots, which we're going to get into today because guess what? Project Veritas dropped another video uh, today that probably has to be the most damning, as probably the next closest damning video to the Ilan Omar scam that happened out in Michigan. We're going to be showing that in a little bit. But there is a lot of internal turmoil going on here within these tech companies. And what am I talking about? This from the Wall Street Journal came out uh, just, I think this was, uh, this was today. Facebook's top public, uh, public policy executive in India steps down. Akni Das drew criticism in India over social media giants' enforcement of its policy on anti-Muslim hate speech. Hate speech, another buzzword that these tech companies love to use. A Facebook Incorporated... 
executive in India who was at the center of a political storm over the company's policy on anti-Muslim hate speech on the platform is leaving her position today uh, on Tuesday, the social giant media said. And I had more of this, and now it's not letting me. But either way, it's simply talking about how there was policies that were not agreed upon or did not feel right interjecting upon her own people. And she actually stepped down because of it. And she's saying she's in, she's going after other endeavors, blah, blah, blah. You can say that whatever you want. I'm not believing it. Things are not looking good within, with inside big tech right now. And when Trump wins, oh my God, it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. But Twitter, probably more than anybody right now, is probably going to feel the heat the most as far as, as far as, uh, as far as election interference. But this one... This one is this one really caught my attention. This story I'm about to show you right now. It's by Rebel News. For the longest time since I've ever been on Twitter, people have always complained about the child images on their platform, the porn that's on their platform, and the questionable terms of service they had uh, for essentially pedophilia on the on, on the entire platform. Rebel News here, breaking. This came out yesterday. Twitter finally cracking down on pedophiles, changed terms of service. I wonder what happened, Twitter. Why the change of heart all of a sudden? I wonder. Twitter is finally making a change to its controversial terms of service, one which previously allowed for the discussion and promotion of minor attraction, and that's what they called it. They love to change these words and manipulate them. The platform's newly released terms of service have finally amended uh, previous rules, which many activists claimed helped normalize pedophilia as a sexual identity. And that was being pushed by all social media companies. They were gauging the public's interest with these weird, these these weird messages and these weird stories, and I've done many videos on them in the past. I know exactly what they're talking about. In January 2020, Twitter quietly rewarded certain elements of their terms of service, allowing for the discussion of child sexual exploitation as a phenomena. The terms of service also allowed for artistic depictions of nude minors. While the old policy stated there was a limit on promoting or glorifying child sexual exploitation, it allowed for a community of minor attracted people to flourish and communicate in the open, often posting computer-generated and animated child porn with no resources for other Twitter users to take to try and remove them from the site as their actions did not constitute a rule violation. But the newest manifestation of the terms of service has changed all that with Twitter boldly stating the website has now a zero-tolerance child sexual exploitation policy. And here it is right here, the new rules. Twitter's been around for a very long time. And I want to ask you guys a very simple question. Why now with what I just told you with Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and the weird stuff that was happening with them as kids, Hunter doing weird stuff with, uh, with, uh, with underage people and not people, underage children. This, the rumors we've heard about him in China with uh, underage uh, girls in China. And now all of a sudden, all of a sudden, Twitter has a zero tolerance child sexual, child sexual exploitation policy, which if I was building a media company and people were allowed to bring content onto my, uh, onto my platform, you would think that a zero tolerance child sexual exploitation policy would be one of the first things you enact. You sick fucking people. It blows my mind. There is no coincidence anymore, people. The, the coincidence have been out the door for, for years now. Everything's coming out to light and everything's being exposed right now. This is disgusting. This is absolutely disgusting. And now Twitter all of a sudden is cracking down on it. Cracking down. We don't want this stuff on our platform. Can't have it. Cannot have it.
So this is what this is where we're going here. This is where we're going, and it's going to get worse here because even Hillary Clinton had something to say about uh, child sex trafficking and how we all need to stop it. Out of the woodworks, big tech corporations, big voices in, uh, in on the liberal side and democratic side, all coming out of nowhere saying, "Now is the time to stop child exploitation. No more human trafficking. It's bad. It's bad. It, you cannot make this stuff up, people. You cannot make it up. And let's tie up tie a bow on Hunter Biden here, and we can move on." Chanel Rion of OAN put this out here not too long ago at 6 o'clock. Hunter Biden and Devin Archer are planning to launder $500 million from Kremlin asset. U.S. uh, sanctions prevented the legal transfer, so they worked a way around the sanctions. $35 million was a tester amount. Biden partnered. There's so much more more to come, and you guys can see here. This is the screenshot of it. It's because the Gucera family invested $35 million for approximately 35% equity stake in Rosemont with full partner status oh the irony of russia collusion russia deals being done to sell out our country get around sanctions and 500 million from the kremlin if trump had ever even done a hundred dollars worth of money laundering out of the kremlin him and his entire family would be in jail right now they'd be in prison Oh, the irony of all this disinformation, the projection from the mainstream media, these stupid people out in Media Matters, out in CNN, out in New York Times, all writing nothing but garbage. And now it's coming back in their faces and they're going to become so irrelevant after all this is over. And just like the polls, these people that do polling for a living, they are all going to become so irrelevant when Trump landslides. And it's going to be so funny after uh, next Tuesday. And I'm going to laugh at every single one of these people that I've tried to take us down, that have mocked us and everything going forward because the world's going to truly see what we want. And we want President Trump again for another four years. And that's exactly, exactly what we're going to get. So I want to transition here to this big story that James O'Keefe dropped. You're not going to get much better than this as far as uh, legal voter fraud and people, this woman actually admitting what she's doing could put her in jail. If you guys didn't see this, you're going to see it right now. And if you saw it, it's worth watching again. We're going to watch the whole video. It's about two minutes. Let's take a watch. We have Raquel on tape coercing voters to vote the right way, as well as bribing these voters with gifts. Uh, now, you know, I'm here. You chose a Republican, not a Democrat, right? That's, can I do you can do You can vote for whoever you want. But our conversation that we had, you said you were voting for a hater because you were going straight Democrat. So that way you're voting for the street down. Is that what you want to do, correct? Can I do it like that? I don't know. Well, I didn't want it all to be done. So you're going to, you're going to dot that in, and the line goes like this, and then your initials are going to put right there. So that way they know it was done accidental. She didn't vote for who we wanted her to vote for. I know. That right there is against the law for me to tell her, like, you realize you voted for... You can't really You're not sway supposed to like say that. nothing. Look at the shelf. Look at the shelf. Oh, what is this? And she's going to say, man, Mato sent me this badass shop. Uh, you know what? Yeah. I couldn't vote for him, but you're in this area, you vote for him. Yeah. This is it's what you call flipping people. Flipping people. What I do in picking up the balance when he was with me, that's illegal. I can go to jail. So I, I'm a little apprehensive to tell somebody, you know what I'm 
doing, you know what I'm saying? And again, once he works with me once, he's gonna say she's. I, I guess Trump was right. <laughs> I'm sorry. About doing shit illegal? I'm sorry. About doing stuff illegal? Yeah. <laughs> said he was full of shit. Oh, hell no, he's not. It's true. Wow. Because you're not supposed to do that. <clears throat> wow. If I have a bunch of them, mm -hmm. I'll take 20 here, 30 here, 40 here. Oh, to mix it up, not the same post office. Of course not. Yeah. So because I told her to vote for Hager, so I'm going to take a picture of her, mm -hmm. take a picture of the ballot where mm -hmm. it says them two on there, mm -hmm. take a picture of you in the background so they know that you are freaking there. Mm-hmm. Take a picture of us all together, mm -hmm. and then I'm going to send it to you, and you do not let anybody else know this is what I'm doing, because I would, if I go to prison, I do not look cute in stripes, I'm and I will hate you forever. What? It says, because if I would, if I go to prison, I do not look cute in stripes, and I will hate you forever. Not look cute in stripes? You, we have you cannot get much what? better than that. It says, because if I would. There we go. Little delay there. You cannot get much better than that, Patriots. You cannot get much better than that. And supposedly there's another video of uh, James O'Keefe here that actually confronted this woman. And uh, there was another video I saw, too, that this woman sent, was trying to say that she knew what was going on. And he, they were actually trying to sting Project Veritas, which is an absolute joke. But again, here we are. Here we are with examples of voter fraud. Um, mail ballot, just voter, not mail and ballot, but voter, voter fraud in general happening. The mainstream media says this doesn't exist. It doesn't happen. And it's we've, we get daily examples of it happening. And again, more people actually being exposed doing these things because you, we never really had video evidence of this happening. We knew it was happening, going on behind the scenes, but never actually anybody filming it, seeing it happen. This is the second or third video that Project Veritas has put out on these people. And hats, hats off to them uh, that James is out there in, in the real world um, in front of these people. And uh, he's exposing all this corruption. It, it's really awesome to see this happen. It's great. It's great to see. So let's see what happens because I'm sure Twitter and everyone else here is going to throttle these views. And uh, it's over. It's over a million views already. It's probably getting close to two million already. This was probably their one of their biggest videos because it's it's at 1.7 million views on my screen right now. So you tell me, guys. Are we all just full of shit, or is the or is the media really just you know? The media just keep playing games and they think we're all just idiots out here. And big tech too. And big tech. Everything comes down to this election, ladies and gentlemen. Everything. Literally everything. And that's that's what this is all about. And I can guarantee you, as soon as November, uh, November 3rd ends, I can guarantee you this entire COVID thing is going to die out. And it's going to become something that we're going to talk about years from now as one of the worst years as far as uh, just being a human being and being not being able to interact with people and wear a mask and all this stuff. But this is where we're at. This is where we're at. We're almost there, ladies and gentlemen. We're almost there till next Tuesday. It's going to be great. So let's transition to um, the good stuff tonight, the good news. And uh, we're going to finish it off. Just the news. U.S. Marshals find 45 missing children, survivors of human trafficking in Operation Autumn Hope. More than 100 survivors of human trafficking were located. Nearly 180 arrests were made. And the United States Marshal Service has recovered 45 missing children. Attorney General David Yost said the effort Operation Autumn Hope is the largest anti-human trafficking effort in state history. Hats off to them. That's awesome. That's awesome. 
More than 50 agencies were involved in the operation that resulted in the rescue of more than 100 human trafficking survivors and led to 179 arrests. It was unclear as of Tuesday morning when the effort started, but most of the arrests were made by the Central Ohio Human Trafficking Task Force and the Marshal Service in conjunction in conjunction with the Office of the Ohio Attorney General. So, I don't know about you guys, but again, I have never seen so many articles, so many of these trafficking rings broken down since Trump has taken office, and it really seems that he has made a concerted effort to put resources into taking these rings out and to pretty much end this modern-day slavery that occurs, and it just it it is probably the lowest... Lowest thing you could probably do to a human being is enslave them, use them up, and then discard them like garbage as if they're they're not human. They treat them like trash. And this is what's going on, but it's being stopped. It's being stopped here. And it's really, really great to see. So let me just pull up this other car here because there was another one. Literally another one. And 177 arrests were made. This was the guy that did it. And this was, again, out of the Ohio. This was the biggest one in Ohio's history. And that was in Cleveland, Ohio, and this is General David Yost discussed the results and as the largest anti-human trafficking operation in the state's history. You cannot get much better than that. This is momentum going into the new election year, and I cannot wait to see what else comes out of this. So, speaking of human trafficking, <laughs> guys couldn't guess it, right? We got old Hillary Clinton here who's still salty about losing her presidency. And she got a great birthday present yesterday when Amy Coney Barrett got in. But today, out of all days, I don't think I've ever seen this woman talking about human trafficking since I've been covering the news. Today, she released a video here talking about how she is determined to prevent human trafficking. Let's take a watch here and listen to this old hag. And look, she has not aged well. Here as Secretary of State. I would host the Trafficking in Persons report rollout. After the event was over, anti-trafficking advocates would stay for hours talking and strategizing, you know, sometimes to the chagrin of the State Department fire marshals, who were always shocked at the size of the crowd. The Freedom from Slavery Forum presents an opportunity to come together once again around this critical shared mission. I'm very glad to have a chance to participate virtually. Thanks to Dr. David Blight for your work through the Gilder Lerman Center. Thanks as well to Bukeni Waruzi and your team at Free the Slaves. We've come a long way since International Women's Day in 1998 when we challenged the world to adopt the 3P paradigm of prevention, protection, and prosecution. The decade of development that followed saw the sharpening of our understanding of this issue, the adoption of domestic legislation, and the growth of best practices. As <laughs> and she keeps going and she says, hashtag end trafficking and slavery. So again, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to ask you a simple question. What are the chances? What are the chances that all of a sudden Twitter is changing their rules on pedophiles and child exploitation? Um, and some of the biggest names, like I said, like Hillary Clinton out of nowhere, talking about how we need to end trafficking. These these little press conferences, these little virtual events, they are done for a specific reason at a specific time. They know stuff is going to be coming out and they need to do as much damage control ahead of time to to hopefully save their asses. This is what's going on right now. This should be a signal to everyone out there that this is plant. 
Get yourselves ready. Just get yourselves ready. Get yourselves prepared for what's going to be dropping because it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad, but it, this is the bad stuff that needs to come out. It needs to come out. And to put a bow on uh, on old Hillary Clinton here, Rose McGowan calls her out and says, we have more power than you, Hillary Clinton. We will not be silenced by you and your monsters. You're can- you campaign for rapists and line your pockets with pedophiles. Oh, and happy birthday. Can you feel it? It's us blowing out your candle. Make a wish. I know I have. <laughs> oh, my God. What a drop of the mic tweet moment right there from Rose McGowan, a survivor of trafficking and terrible, terrible things that were done to her um, in Hollywood. And it just blows. It. You can't say it any better than that. But this is this is what we're this is how much this is how far we've come to where we're literally in the public sphere sphere talking about this stuff and calling Hillary Clinton a rapist and line your pockets with pedophiles. You know what? It's a hundred percent true. It's a hundred percent true. And the mainstream media can try to squash us, big tech can try to squash us. It's never going to go away. It's like whack-a-mole. And at some point the dam's gonna break and the world is truly going to know what happens. And I know we are on the winning side of this. We are absolutely on the winning side of everything that's coming out. And as you can see, this is what I know. Obama was literally, he was out in Florida, I believe, and he was rallying for Joe since Joe's not doing it himself. Obama still draws a bigger crowd than Joe Biden, which is pretty sad um, since he's not running for president right now. But Obama was going all in with this that the disgusting story from the Atlantic that we all debunked within hours. Listen to the man just talk for a minute here, and let's listen to the lies that he spews. And look, this is how desperate they are, ladies and gentlemen. This is how I know we already won. Affordable for everybody, because Joe knows that a president's first job is to keep us safe from all threats foreign, domestic, and microscopic. When the daily intelligence briefings flash warning lights about a virus, the president can't ignore it, can't be too lazy to read the briefing. When Russia puts bounties on the heads of our soldiers in Afghanistan, oh, here we go. the commander-in-chief can't be MIA, missing in action. Never happened. Joe Biden would never call the men and women of our military suckers or losers because they're willing to sacrifice their lives on behalf of the American people. You know what? I'm going to stop it right there because the fact that Obama has the balls to talk about soldiers and and our freedoms, I'm going to tell you right now, the Iraq war, Afghanistan, those the war on terrorism was never about freedom. It was all bullshit, all of it. And soldiers died. American people died. Innocent civilians over in those countries died that didn't need to die. He sold our country out, sold it out completely. And he's going with the quotes from the Atlantic that was literally debunked in hours. I covered it when I had my YouTube channel debunked in hours. Trump never said those words and was literally debunked by 16 or so people that were in around him when all those events happened. And here we are with uh, Obama here. Here we go. This is what we're talking about. But this is this is good news. And I want to show you this tweet from Catherine Harridge here as we wrap up. 
A new senior administration official tells CBS News POTUS has soured on CAI Director Haspel for failing to execute her national security priority, uh, priorities and frustration over the pace of declassifying records related to Russia probe, among other issues. The SAO said, need to protect source and methods argument against declassification does not fly with records at issue. The SAO predicts Haspel would, could it exit immediately after election. Same for Director Ray, due to disagreement over a variety of policy issues from CIA Press Secretary Timothy L. Barrett. Director Haspel continues to proudly serve at CIA and will leave the election season speculation to others. But here we are, ladies and gentlemen. The moment Trump is supposedly went when he's going to win, Haspel's out, Director Ray is out. Full overhaul of these agencies, and he's going to put someone in there that I'm sure we're all going to like. And one last video here before we wrap up tonight, and I'll hang out with you guys in the chat for a few minutes. Biden had his little rally, and all the Trump supporters showed up to it, went on the roads, Showed, uh, showed Joe Biden, showed Joe Biden what exactly he was up against. And he literally, they blocked the entrance and had to take an alternative route. And listen to what the guy says in the background of this video. It's really funny. He says, another back, another backdoor deal. What a surprise. <laughs> Isn't that great? Isn't that great, people? More Trump supporters are showing up to Joe Biden rallies to show Joe Biden exactly what he is up against. How great is that? So, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to be the show tonight. Before you go, though, make sure you check out all of my new products in my store. I'm going to show you guys real quick um, what we have here because we got Christmas ornaments, as you guys can see. My brother's already got the Christmas ornaments. We've got the border wall construction hat, Christmas ornaments, Jeffrey Epstein Q, Pepe, Orange Man Rad, and uh, Hunter's to-do list. And as you can see here, pick up laptop is not one of them. And Biden's laptop matters. All of these great products can be purchased on my store, guys. This is how I'm going to be. Uh, just support me this way. It's really great. It's supporting two of the local businesses out here in New York. Really fun stuff. And you guys can always, always check out uh, my PayPal. Um, Cash app, all those things. You guys can donate there. I have a website being built right now that's going to be out any day now. And it's going to hub all my content. It's going to be my castle. So I'm never deplatformed again. And I'm going to continue making content on there till the day I die. So that is the plan there. So go check all those out and all that good stuff. And everyone out there on Twitch, I see you out there. We have 50 people. I love you guys. I see you in the chat. Let me hop over here real quick. We hit almost 400 people here on Pilled. Guys, we hit 2,000 people combined. I was checking the numbers in that video. Let's go with the power chats on Pilled here. B, B. Kivak, $50. Granny Becky loves your show. You fight. Thank you, Granny Becky. I appreciate it. Anon, $5. Are we alone? If not, what type of other races are out there? Anon, that is another that is another topic for another night. There are plenty of races out there. Um, once this election's over, uh, the content is going to expand more than just the political stuff. I can promise you that. Extra Alien, $3. When you got time, look into Soho House. Keep up the good work. Where we go one, we go all. Thank you so much, Extra Alien, for the money there. You guys are great. Um, let me just pull up the chest here. Let me look at my top contributors over out on DLive. We got, let's see. Let's see who we got. Uh, bad, what is this name? Bad to Ziggy, 100. Pooh Bear, 85, 100 lemons. Thank you. Beliferous, 100 lemons. No remorse, 100 lemons. 
Abor Bobot, 154. Uh, w LeBron, 200. D Live's mom, <laughs> 500. Uh, Heather, one something, gave me 670. Uh, Cat Bird Girl, 1,000 uh, lemons. And Q, it cuts off your name, I'm sorry, for 2,000 lemons. So I'm going to open up this chest for you guys. And uh, we're going to get out of here. The chest is open. It'll be open in 30 seconds. So you guys can get your rewards for hanging out with me on DLive and all that good stuff. Hop over to CloudHub. Thank you guys for everything out on CloudHub. I see you in the chat. Uh, yeah, we topped that around 70 people on CloudHub. So I'm not going to complain about that. Really good stuff, guys. Really good stuff. So the next time you're going to see me, I'll be on with uh, Methods to Madness tomorrow at 2.30, p uh, 2.30 Eastern time. And uh, Thursday and Saturday, more streams coming out this way. So we're only on Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen. We're only on Tuesday. So guys, go watch Tucker. Go see what it's about to drop um, with uh, Bubalini here. I think that was his name. I might have just butchered that. But anyways, you guys know what's going on here. You guys are all caught up on all the happenings. You know everything. You are well-informed. You are not ruined by the mainstream media. You are a well-informed public now, a well-informed patriot. So can't get much better than that. So stay safe, everybody. Stay strong and stay woke. <laughs>